So, Bible, I have a question. There. If I'm a German composer and a musician during the Baroque period, what am I? Oh, shut the fuck up. I'm Bach. Bach. <laughs> I'm Bach. We're Bach, oh, guys. Oh, my We're God. Back. We're back. Hi. Hello. Hello. Welcome back to uh, the House of Lolo show. I'm Lolo. And I'm Bible Girl. And uh, what's the... All right, so let's just get right into it. Hey, girl. Hi. Hi. What are you up to? Um, looking at a wall. How are you? You've been doing great things. We've been we've been speaking, but I feel like we got a lot to unpack together in this kind of format. But you've uh, been you forget about me. I'm doing the same old shit. I actually am not, but I'm not going to worry about that right now because we'll get into that later. That being said, you've been moving and shaking, and that's what's important in making moves, Miss Thing. Yes. So, um, I am now a car owner. Woo! Big deal. Big deal. As the kids say, making money moves. Making money moves. Um, <laughs> making money moves. Uh, Correct. This yeah. pussy has a yeast infection because I'm all about making that bread. <laughs> um, and and so I have um, I have a car. Her name is Dorit, obviously. Um, and, thank God. Yeah, thank God. Right, and not to mention, I'm also a father to a plant. I'm a, oh, I'm a plant wow. daddy now. Um, yeah, thank you so much. Um, so uh, their name is Thickless Cage. That Love. is Thick Thickless Cage. Um, <laughs> yeah. and uh, uh, they are a bromeliad flower. I don't know how to say it, but they're bromeliad flower, and it has bloomed. Um, I think twice its size. Oh, no, I don't want to say once its size. Twice its size since I bought it. And I'm pretty sure it loves weed um, because I smoke next to it. Um, and, Who doesn't? Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, it's weed. Um, so yeah, so I'm getting um, I'm getting reacquainted with that. But yeah, I am a car owner. I'm a plant owner, and yeah, things are looking you know over the what is it over the horizon, better the horizon. I'm high. I don't know. Is it maybe? Is it over the horizon? Things are looking better better in the horizon. It can be whatever you want it to be, baby. Um, uh, listeners, let us know. Um, yes. But yeah. <laughs> Don't forget to like, subscribe, sound off in the comments. Hey, guys. Welcome back to my channel. Um, so, yeah. So, uh, making money moves, you know, still working. Um, I, well, yeah. How are you? What's going on with you, mama? Uh, I just did drag for the first time in three months on Monday. <laughs> I know. Very, very exciting. I was very happy to see that I was still able to apply makeup the same way three months ago. <laughs> so, and, and if not a bit better and a bit more seamless. After no, you know I what? Did. No, you know what? You know what? Um, what? Bible, Bible won't tell you guys, but I'll tell you. So uh -oh. you guys are in for a treat. You guys are in for a treat. Why? Aww. Because this is this is a thing about this is a thing about Bible, right? So um, she took this hiatus um, and had came back with such a like a clean look. And I don't want to say I don't want to say um, like a boy, like clean as if like it's like empty or anything. No, this is like a new fresh. Look, because think about it. How many times can you reinvent a wheel? She will find a way to reinvent a wheel. 
Um, and I think uh, this era, this up and coming era, is going to be a great one at that. Um, the makeup, My is, God, the makeup looks great. The makeup looks great. I mean, it always has, but the makeup looks great. You'd thank you'd be you. surprised how many how many faces she can find and tune and everything when it's she, she's only had the same face her whole life. Versus she gets to well, change it up. A few injections here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, a couple enhancements, but yeah. it's crazy. It's crazy. Um, obviously, I don't do drag, so um, this is coming from someone who doesn't do drag. But it's uh, I think. Um, what makes our friendship so um, uh, so natural, I think, and and we click so much is because of the fact that I learn new things from from you. I, I hate speaking in, th- in like third person, but I learn um, I learn like new tricks from you. And I, fun fact, Bible is the first queen I ever saw in drag. I never saw a drag queen before, um, and. I think the fun thing about drag is the fact of like it can be new things. It could be the same person, and it could be a brand new look over and over and over again, where you kind of don't have to limit yourself. And which is why I love drag so much because Bible has once again changed the look, changed changed the wig around. You know, so um, I'm really I'm really excited for you guys to see what we've been working on. Well, what she's been working on. Um, and, Thanks, Lo. Uh, yeah, That's you guys really are nice die. of you. Um, we, she may be good in makeup, but she's not good with SD cards and transferring footage to her computer. Motherfucker. What happened, girl? <gasps> Motherfucker, let me fucking tell you. So this, okay, so this is like my plight. I've had the same phone, which like, I don't care how long I've had it. That's not really the problem. It's just that like, I'm an avid like collector of media files on my phone and like, I have, you know, my hoarding complex definitely translates to, <laughs> like, my organized, my, my, my right, organized right, right, hoarding right. complex translates digitally to my phone in where, like, I'm able to reference an entire timeline of, like, a massive window of my life via my photo album. So, like, for example, my phone is so full memory-wise because of how much media I have on it since I've had this phone since like maybe end of October of 2017. It's deep fried memes. It's deep, it's all deep fried memes. It's like (laughs) drag adventures I've had. It's like shit with like all like you, my other best friends. Like it's all like amazing fun things that I, I just always need to have on hand because I'm crazy. But I think it's a good crazy. Um, but it's 61,671 photos. But wait, there's Damn. more. 6,243 videos. So Damn. I have, I know. So I have no like actual space on my phone to record a whole ass music video. So that's like been a thing that's like precedent for a minute. And in the in the meantime of me just like waiting around to get a new phone, like when I deem it truly necessary, um, we've been using Chris's phone. But here's the gag: so we we're getting ready to like not we I wasn't like in drag, but like we were prepping to film last week, and just out of nowhere, Chris's like relatively new phone, like which he's, ne- I've never seen him drop. I know for a fact he doesn't drop. Like we've taken it into the ocean cause it's waterproof, but like all of a sudden now, and by the way, he took it in the ocean like two years ago. So it's fully not related, but mm-hmm. like, so like we woke up one day, like last week 
and his phone just fully was crapped out. Like, the screen wasn't turning on, and then, like, it would decide to when he wasn't using it, and then, like, that bar at the top that has the clock and everything just, like, flickering, and he, it's, it just, like, there seems to be a hardware issue, so... <laughs> so we couldn't <laughs> and like the only device he had left was an ipad which was like a first generation ipad so like the camera's like meh so we were like oh cool we were gonna like film this thing which i had just like gotten a bunch of hair together for and like worked and styled and shit and then we're like oh we don't have a device. <laughs> we don't have like a sufficient device to film something. So like we found uh, like a fairly inexpensive uh, digital video camera. Um, that was and... also that was also Bible's way of processing how to get things. It's the process of wait. I don't have this. I'm gonna get it. It's a, it's one of those things. It's like wait. We need something to do this with. So let's get it. Okay. I, okay. So like. Well, it is my process, but I feel like it's in that context, yeah, like it has a bit of a financial component, but in general, I just like my immediate notion at this point is like, yeah, maybe I'll have a bit of like a chaotic, oh my God, like what am I going to do? But like my, my innate like reaction is while I'm like chaotically spiraling externally, something subconsciously is actively telling me, okay, now we're going to like find the solution treat. And then like my method is just treating everything like an ethical video game. And like, Oregon trail, like an Oregon trail. <laughs> that's, that's an interesting way to put it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Um, yeah. No. <laughs> you, ever, you ever played that game? You ever played Oregon Trail? Isn't that the text-based game? It's like a PC game. Am I making that up? You know, yeah, yeah, it is. So it's basically like you have to, in order to do, you have to very carefully think about. So it'll be like, oh, you're, you're, uh, you have a flat tire. What will you do? And oh, you, yes, yeah. yes, yes, like, yes. Do this, yes. put that in your hand. I love those types of games. It's, do you really just thinking games? Yeah, like, that's, like, well, that's, like, why I love Zelda, and I know that's a wormhole, but, like, I, <laughs> like, that everything about Zelda is, like, a big puzzle solver, like, Mario's more of a platformer, but, like, Zelda's very critical thinking, which I really like, but, um, it's always trying to take figure... a minute to talk about, we'd like to take a minute to talk about Zelda. Oh, my um, God, I could talk about it for fucking ever. Use our promo code, no. Um, um okay, I so, wish. basically, so... So, um, oh, yeah, totally you get this camera. Off so you get this camera. <laughs> <laughs> I get this camera, and uh, I it like comes a bit later, beyond a few days than when I needed to shoot. And you know, it's now crunch time. Sh the show, as we're speaking now, is in two days on Saturday. I filmed this past Monday, so three days ago, and I was planning on filming on Monday. And I got, like, all the wardrobe picked out. Monday, I'm painting. We shoot. I do, like, it's, like, a 10-hour shoot process because you'll see why. You'll totally get it. But, like... You will see. Right. No, I'm not... No spoilers. But... No spoilers. I think... And it's not... I'm not even trying to gas myself up. But, like, I worked hard. I think <laughs> it'll be worth it, you know? Um, but I think... 
yeah, so, you know, it was a lot of work. And uh, so then Chris and I had gone through, like, the first bit of this camera's battery. So, like, while we had to recharge it in the middle of the shoot, I had tested the SD card just to see, like, how the files were going to carry over onto a laptop on Chris's. Because, of course, on my new laptop, which I have, there's no SD card reader. And then I don't have, like, a USB-C converter for SD card readers, which is the only type of port that my laptop has. So, like, we had to use Chris's because my old computer, which I have, is, uh, guess it, uh, full. So, (laughs) yeah. So, Chris's had enough space for us to check the card out, and it had the first batch of shit that I had shot, which, by the way, like, none of that is used in the final part because I was so (laughs) upset with how flat it felt and it just felt like digital it just it just felt like oh this is a music video that's being made because everyone's in lockdown you know what i mean so like i just i could tell the direction it was going you weren't you weren't doing it hard you weren't doing it hard enough give me more yeah i just felt like i was like i already had this thing in my head like this this idea this concept if we want to call it that i'm not that highbrow of an artist by any means but like you know i like i saw the scenes and like there were things that i like envisioned and just like the way i felt it was going and had just gotten out of the first look into the next one it was like wow I really like what I just wore and it's totally not being exhibited the way it's supposed to be at all. And like, that's kind of the point of this. So I then, then of course the camera died while I was in the middle of shooting the second look when I had the realization love. And (laughs) that's when I like kind of had this come to Jesus, uh, like not aha moment, but while the battery was charging, I was like, I have to I have to get back on that first look. And so like there's this second period of filming where it was like an additional like four hours of shooting. And oh that window of time was like filled with just like valuable bits, right? So I finish and I go to put the card into Chris's computer. And the card is showing up and it's showing the folder that the media prior to had shown up on and I open it, but it's only showing that first window batch of media. So I'm like, uh, and I was like, I was like, I was like, you have to be kidding. I was like, I was like, no way did I just like do, do all of this and not have anything record. I like, not like, this. I, not this. I literally like shit a brick, but like took a beat, took the card out, put it in the camera. And what was weird was that that second frame of shooting all those different clips were visible on the camera. However, that first batch wasn't. So like, I wasn't able to figure out that correlation. And like, after doing that entire shoot and like trying to finagle it and coming up fully fruitless, I eventually was like, all right, I just need to like go to bed. If it's meant to be, it's meant to be. I'll, and you, you know, like, and like, obviously, I'm telling myself that. Meanwhile, like, I literally remember like feeling like the Lisa Rinna like 
solo tear falling down my cheek when I <laughs> closed my eyes, just being like, why? Why? I tried to just do something cool and fun. <laughs> and then I woke up the next day and just like, of course, like had the renewed sense of we're going to figure this out, going to get this together. And I kept trying everything and nothing was fucking working. And then, and then I get a text. And then I get a text. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm I'm texting every possible like techie person that I know. And like I'm certainly not like a stranger of being able to put red wire to red wire. Like I'm okay with technology. I've always been okay that with that. And I was like doing the Googling too and like doing the deep web dives. Apparently this problem that I was having was something that was adjacently relevant to someone's question in like 2013, but of course, to no, <laughs> nice. to no avail. Like there was like, and then anything else remotely available to, to that was like 2011, in which I didn't have my shit solved either. So like either way, it was just like I was just trying all these different options that weren't yielding anything, and then all of a sudden, out of a blue, after like tinkering for another four hours Tuesday morning I just like by happenstance put um, the card into my old laptop which I had been trying it on for that morning actually and then out of the blue again sorry I'm so redundant saying that but like the SD card I click it open and then this mystery second folder just decided to show up and it wasn't like a space issue because it's not like my computer had any space at all versus Chris had being way more space like I don't know it just all showed up thank god <laughs> and I, I mean I was gonna cry I did cry actually I did cry that morning I no, did you, cry. no you cried you could tell <laughs> I did cry you could tell them. You I cried. totally cried I forgot I cried I already repressed it Mind you, and I'm on and I'm on the East Coast, obviously, like trying to figure out like, hey, it's okay. And I'm and I've never used a video camera before. So I'm also on the deep web, like looking at Yahoo answers from twenty twelve, like, <laughs> hmm, well maybe is this is there a USB port? And I'm trying to get the link on where they got this from. So it was a whole thing. But nonetheless, we have this footage. Well it she was has this footage. It was meant to happen. And then I, it showed up and then I literally sat in the same spot in my dining area at the table and just sat and edited. <laughs> I like literally did not get up. I had, I had like four uncrustables and got to work. I think that's productive. That is very productive. And you guys will love the product. Thank you, love. You will very much enjoy that. Thank you very much. Um, <clears throat> should we take a break? Yeah, let's do it. I've eaten up enough okay. fucking time. Okay. Let's take a break and we'll be right back. Bye. A one, two, three, four. What what Shrek soundtrack song are you singing? The first off, that was Beyonce. Where do you get oh. Shrek from? Oh, <laughs> 
What the hell? Oh, what the... song are you singing, love? Um, um, Crazy in Love. Wait, remember? So, so she's like, she oh, said, but is it a live rendition? Yes. Oh, don't, yeah, it is a live. Don't, one. don't give me that. all that. Don't I didn't say that. You're that. right. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> so she's like, she's like, one, two, three, four. Oh my god! And it's like, give me some. <laughs> I, I do love a give me some. Give some. Um, okay, so deep in your ass. All right, um, so we are back. And listen, speaking of Lisa Rena, are you team Lisa or are you team D Nice? I am team Denise. I know, I, I don't think she's, I don't think she is uh, free of making error. But Team Denise, I, that is that is very interesting. That is interesting. I I think in the situation of how th- that entire scenario of the first dinner played out okay. was a very dangerous weaponization of of like someone's sexuality versus what the actual context was. I think. And what do you, what do you mean by that? In terms of I mean, what? I think I think I think Teddy, whether it was intentional or not, I think Teddy kind of leading with that in the whole like, oh my god, I'm shaking, like oh my god, uh, I have to You know what uh, I mean? Like, oh my god. like like I think her feelings are fully valid in the case of anybody forget Denise I think if anybody were to say that she's living in her father's shadow is diminutive to who she is as a person it's obviously a full it's fully meant to be an insult but also is a terrible insult because it's not like she's even a like a musician so like to say she's in someone's shadow in that regard I think is dumb and fully like it just like doesn't actually make sense like she's not even trying to emulate her father so like well, she's kind of done her own thing well you know i think i find it interesting that you say D- team denise because i agree you know i to with your to your teddy point this is the thing I, that's what made me mad should should something affect you that much that you're shaking and you are so anxious and Hello? you are breathing heavy. Yeah. Ma, Granted, ma, she's pregnant. Ma. No, she no, she literally said, I I mean, I have to say something because I'm shaking and you know I'm breathing heavy and was that the direct quote? That was that it's pro- most likely the direct quote. Where oh where they God. were all at the dinner when she dropped the bomb. First off, I don't even want to say bomb. A, a firecracker because I, the the thing the thing that I don't understand because it's like they always say but listen we're not judging you we're not saying anything but also at the same time it's like what what's the two of you one and number two with That's Teddy the thing. with with Teddy I think it's just like this whole like all this drama like I understand that it's a show we have to do a show but it's like Correct. this this storyline is not as exciting as I thought it was gonna be I think I think. I think the way that they were leaning into this being like the crux of the season. Also, doesn't... also, at least, also, by the way, at least, um, we also find out that their code word to stop recording is "bravo, bravo, bravo." I, Denise, 
as a cast member brings a lot to the show since last season and i think even in this season i mean look at it this narrative is all about her even if it's not her intention that being said i something as like a, like a, a, a queer person doesn't really sit well with me with how teddy led that conversation because to me it felt like weird do- i'm not calling her homophobic i'm not alleging she's a homophobe but i think the uh, what's the the right word? The execution, the rollout of what she said. Uh, it didn't really. It didn't set the rest of the conversation up for a constructive conversation because it was it was led with the intensified. Oh my god, I'm shaking and crying, and then followed. Yeah, like followed with like, <laughs> Brandy Glanville said you fucked her, and like. Even if true, if it was consensual, it's big fucking like, deal. Like that's the and like that's the thing, and like that's why like I feel like Garcelle and Sutton both have proven to be incredible castmates because even if even if they don't agree, if like if Denise doesn't have an open relationship, even if they don't agree with her actions of having that affair or hook up with Brandy Glanville, they still stood by her and were like, yeah. uh, can we like try and check the priorities of why exactly we're having this conversation? In a well, I don't words. Think, well, I don't think um, necessarily like, well, Sutton, I feel like she was more neutral if anything. That's I, what I, I mean, like about her. Though, well, you know what listens. though? I will say <laughs> Dorit, I guess Dorit and Sutton. Dorit as well. Dorit was very neutral with the whole situation, but Correct. my my thing with um uh with Garcelle, what well, was Sutton? It was Sutton as well, because Sutton Sutton herself said it. She was like, "I've heard it, and I didn't say anything because it wasn't my business." I'm like, "See, yeah, see how but easy th- that that's the thing. Been? It's like it's like it's one thing to kiss and tell, but it's also a fully other for someone to kiss and tell, and then have other people start playing telephone. That's like a very dangerous game." And it should, you know what I mean? Like, I don't think it's like a very, I don't think it's not like I'm being prude, like don't talk about sex. But I think when you start doing that, I think it begins to, I don't know. It just something about that situation in particular, all of that with the given context doesn't seem to add up or it certainly doesn't resonate with me to feel anything but team Denise, because like, I mean, you saw Rinna crying last night. She, I mean, I think I think I'm I'm more even team Denise because she stood by her even even if she's like lying and it did happen she still held Rena accountable and was like you're being like really shitty like if you well, wanted I mean well well I agree I think Lisa wasn't make like Lisa wasn't doing anything but it wasn't productive it wasn't because she had, and not only that but speaking out of out of like term I guess because it's like girl nobody's talking to you she's like well it's very much the um the uh I did not sign up for this well guess what Mimi you know what I mean like it's very much like that whole thing of like um when they kind of break the fourth wall and talk about Uh um talk about like Mimi I'm first number fourth in the voting versus Lisa saying we signed up to this show to do that you know like Mm -hmm. if you don't want to leave if you don't want to sit with us then go like I understand what she said it felt like Mean Girls I agreed with Denise I I was gonna say that too (laughs) I agree 
It's yeah, very high think, school, which I is think, equitable I think so. to mean girls. And not only that, but I also I also think that um uh whether I'm team Brandy or Denise, I can I can see myself like whether it be true or not, in my opinion, I believe it to be true. But I, I also, believe it to be true. As well. I believe it to be true. But I'm also with the fact of like, okay, it's true. What are you guys gonna do about it? What if I tell you it's true? Then what? What? You know what I mean? Like I could, Again, I could say, if it I could was say, consensual. Yeah, if it was consensual, like it's like I can say that you know I thought Erica was a cool bitch, or I thought whatever, whatever. I thought all of that. Which maybe like that, that maybe that couldn't have been true, but. We had, but us having sex was true, and what about it? That is it, because I think the big f bomb was the whole like the whole you know them having sex thing. But it's like if it happened, then what? Like then what? You know what I mean? Like yeah, you know what are they gonna do? But what are they gonna say? Okay, you know. Yeah. So and then and it's like, like and also like I really I really enjoy Brandy Glanville. Also, like I right. think she's I find her to be a very interesting and captivating person, and. I, you know, I think she's certainly character consistent in, like, how all of the other gals on the show have said, like, she tells it how she sees it. And, like, she stands by that. And, like, that's a very character consistent thing. Whereas, like, obviously Denise's character consistency is fully missing when you compare this season, which is her second, to the first. Where she's, like, treading so lightly on eggshells this time around and you know, it's just it's just a very different portrayal of behavior that doesn't quite add up. And I feel like we've dived into this where, like, she, you know, maybe she had some, like, reckoning internally. It was like, oh, my God, for the sake of my family, I need to, like, you know, clean my shit up or whatever. But, like, regardless... Isn't that crazy how it's her second year? Isn't it crazy how it's her second year? And it's Dorit's fourth year? I was going to say that. Isn't that nuts? That... I cannot believe. I know. cannot believe. I know. That's, like, I... I but I like put it in the timeline of life for how I remember when Dorit premiered. It was like Chris and I were still living in Midtown, which is like yeah, that feels like yeah. that feels like forever ago, you know. I remember, y'all. I remember that and the little cameo of you guys of you guys uh, in the show, the little cameo at the the party. You guys were at the same party, no? Oh my fucking god! Yeah. Oh my god. We yep. literally we literally were watching that episode just like by full on coincidences, like on Bravo, like two weeks ago. And it's so funny because, so Chris was working for uh, a PR firm at the time and they did a lot of just advertising and marketing for like food and wine. And so like the champagne and like other liquor brands that were like on board (laughs) for the Bella Magazine (laughs) event for Dorit's cover were all booked through his PR agency. So like what he was able to like go attend the event and like had like a little plus one so like we went and we weren't anticipating like being on camera so we certainly weren't like stars of the scene by any means (laughs) but like you know where you can catch chris's he's wearing this jacket it's like a it's like a red lame like um like varsity kind of style not varsity style the signature the signature the signature it's so signature and it's something we got at like a vintage store back in the city like on like one of our first dates when we started dating um yeah but it's like a very like quintessential crisp piece that you can see and i was wearing glasses that day and (laughs) but there's like a quick there's like two quick Quick little cameo Quick, like two frames. No, for real. You see Chris's jacket holding champagne, and then you see 
um, like the it's like a third quarter view of like the back of my head. <laughs> We're gonna look for it. We're gonna look for it. And post it's it very so funny. It. It's very funny. Um, but I listen. But I and I think um, this season has been great, and I and you know I really enjoy the season. The only Kristen, thing is, I think is that so too. this storyline I just can't like exciting to talk about then, but then now it's kind of just like well, come to think of it. If they, if she does say they had sex, what are they gonna do about it? Like, what are they yeah. gonna do? Are they gonna sh- like shun her? Why would they do that? You yeah. know what I mean? I think... And it's like, I, I don't, I, I, I just don't know why they should keep talking about it. I um, think, I think, because if I remember, if this is how last year played out, as I'm pretty sure it did, last year played out where they led in with the puppy drama, and you thought that was gonna be the whole thing. And then that died off around like the middle of the season and then it became like world war lisa and so like now i feel like we're gonna experience that same shift and i'll tell you why because um garcelle i believe it was in an after show or watch what happens live like recently was saying how she has unfollowed kyle and she's unfollowed. What? And she's, uh, yeah, and she's unfollowed Rinna as well. <gasps> and she said because no. yes, 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 which makes me all the more confident to remain. What? Yes, bitch, and that makes me feel even more comfortable with standing in my corner of <gasps> Oh my god! And she so said because baggy. and so so to me, what that says, right? What that says is that we are going to see a breakdown and like a full deterioration or deterioration. There's the word, right? I, whatever. I've, I have been out of society for f- almost five months. My, <laughs> my, my semantics are going to be a little, wah, wah. but regardless, um, she has said on record that she doesn't jive with Kyle. She's unfollowed Rena and Kyle that is crazy and i think we're going to see the erosion that's the word that actually is better suiting of um that that kind of already fairly their relationship between garcelle and kyle well my thing well my thing thing with that is um obviously it, it was leaked to the press you know well everybody knew that denise stopped shooting because of what we see so far, it's they are friends and they are joking around. Mm-hmm. And then we left with the whole thing of, like, they meet with Brandy again. It's going to be exciting to see because I think they already did a later this season, right? So imagine, like, now there's going to... Something is going to happen to the point where, you know, Denise is going to stop shooting. Because, you know, because they did... they It leaked that she stopped shooting. So something must have happened or is going to happen that I feel like is gonna take it up there or, you know, kind of break them apart, which I'm very excited to see because I really like all the girls. You know what, with Garcelle, that little dinner scene where she was kind of just like, I I didn't really like the subplot, (laughs) that little subplot of like when everybody was, you know, you know, ganging up on Denise and Garcelle and, got up. And Garcelle's like, I'll be right back. No, and then bitch, went do, you to know, cry. do you know what it gave me? It, it gave me total, like, d- two, I guess, semi-parallel scenarios. Uh, <laughs> meet me on first in Pandora box, <laughs> leaving it untucked. 
The same, y'all. The same I mean earlier. Yes, and that it gave, it gave me very that, and then it also gave me a door leaving All Stars two and Michelle Massage. <laughs> literally, like there were like but I think more like, AS one. Like she was literally like, I just miss, I just miss home, and no, then but, they're like, okay, well, I'm gonna go back. Like what? But T, <laughs> but T, like I totally and I actually really liked that scene which is why I was referencing those uh, all-stars uh, scenes by the way because I liked that it was something that was definitely a little formula formulaically different um, it seems like the franchise is having to kind of adapt to this new unplanned territory of just kind of letting kind of an improvising kind of thing yeah, or, like, letting the girls, like, let the shit, like, really kind of hit the fan and just, like, if if they go, they go. But I I was shocked that they were able to get Denise to go back. You know what? I wasn't um, because I don't think, well, when the, when the producer, I mean, the producer, he said it how it was. He said, listen, bitch, I don't think. He was like, like this ain't going to be good for you. He said, this is what we're not going to do. What we're not going to do is talk our shit and leave. We're going to go back there because we're making a show. Turn your ass around, hit it to the beat, and get your ass over there because what we're not gonna do is this. It was we're crazy. not doing this. He, crazy. He, and she literally she ate it up. She he literally ate her up. He ate yeah, her up. He really she, was like, did. Mm-hmm. she was like, okay, cool. I mean I was I shocked think... at like how fast like it was like a light switch. She's like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> like, all right, cool. Um, and then I think for the cliffhanger of um this like the with brandy they're flying back right <sighs> yeah they're flying back and then they're gonna be with brandy and then brandy is talking about how she has receipts and all this other stuff which she posted though she posted a receipt re- uh, not recently but you saw the one of her uh denise and her talking about how she could spend the night which i then don't think is incriminating is unless she has more receipts to prove if this is what we're going for i mean you know I, I can't find it incriminating as like I can't find it to how she described it, which was like, "Come sleep over my bed." You know what I mean? Like I don't. Yeah. Also, I mean, Denise. I mean, Denise swears she has receipts too, though, doesn't she? I don't. Well, I know she went. She took the legal route. I think oh, so. so I, I believe she took the legal route versus with Brandy, which I will also say, Brand when Kyle made the statement of like uh, uh, that whole court thing with uh, Brandy and how um, she made a point where she was like, you know, one thing like I'll say about Brandy is that Brandy never lies, and it's like, hmm. So if that's the case, are we going to then believe everything that she has said when she was in? Yep the show yeah you know what i mean so who brought that up on the show someone brought that up kyle so kyle kyle brought it up when they kyle when they were um kyle said that but who someone like was like girl but you said that she lied someone said that i remember someone said it oh oh when well i think it was uh um uh, Dorit saying how she didn't knew her, she didn't know her very well. So like, why? So I believe they asked her, "Well, why would you believe her?" I think it was during that conversation. Yeah, yeah. Like, and they were like, "Well, why would you believe Brandy if you are closer with Denise?" And to which Kyle said, "You know." Then she talked about the lawsuit with um, Joanna, 
Mm-hmm. And it basically the whole thing of like, well, one thing I know about Brandon is that Brandon doesn't lie. So it's just like, okay, so if she doesn't lie, are you going to confirm allegations that were happening before? You know what I mean? That were that she stated before. And even when she was drunk, she said surrogate baby. I said, ma'am, ma'am. So basically, it just like it makes sense for Denise to be like, oh yeah, you want to do this podcast? Like, come on up. I'm shooting, but if you have the capability of scooting on over to set or wherever I am, like I have a place. Like that's like again, not a far fetched like. Scenario. Yeah, it's it's not incriminating. To which I'll be like, okay, well, I'm not gonna get the whole OB fuck from that from that text message. You know what I mean? No matter how many times you can describe or be as graphic as you can be. Um, to which, again, I don't know what the bleeps is. You know, I don't know what are being said under the bleeps, but, like, as graphic as you want to be, it doesn't make it true. And, again, I, 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 can, I can believe and say that it's true, but I don't know. I just feel like we're just dragging it um, to the point Well, there's where, like, no point to it. Like, I understand we know... why Denise is so mad. Yeah, like, we know her and Aaron fuck other people. So, like, this whole <laughs> scenario... <laughs> is like bonkers to me it's true though like like it's not it's not like rocket science i don't know so like that's why the whole like taboo like oh my god she's slept with glanville like that's what i'm very confused about it's like yes yeah, like, why, why are we all so acting sh- like shocked <laughs> yeah why are we all like getting up in arms about sex it's like teddy you're pregnant you know what i mean like it's like, why are we getting so up in arms about things that are that may that are deemed as non-traditional, but to you? Also, you know if, there's I mean? no wrong, if there's no like, like incriminating accusation underlying within their sexual hookup, whatever, um, it shouldn't even be a talking point for anybody else. And like, also, if she is saying it didn't happen, and then like. Rinna is being like, no, that's not true, that's not true, and then they're all like, well, the only, the both of you know the truth, and, like, it's, like, really not fair to Denise, then, because then they keep, like, pushing a narrative that she's like, well, if I'm saying it didn't happen... Yeah, like, it's you... like, well, I don't, it's like, well, it didn't happen, and they're like, well, no, it, well, who do we believe? I said, well, I'm here right now, and I'm telling you it didn't happen. <laughs> so it's like, and then they're like, well, we believe Brandy. So they're kind of like, they don't really give a fuck what she says anyway. No. Again, they're... if if Brandy said something like terrible and horrific went down, then obviously like believe Brandy. But like, I, I don't know. It's like, it's weird. I mean. I think it happened. But like, let the mouse go. Let the go. You're being you're, mean. You're being really mean. You I love her. Fun. She's so She's cute. Great. She is great. Like you I, can tell. I love, I love Garcelle, Sutton, and Denise so much. You can tell her. You can tell. Like she, she gets what she wants because she wants it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I, I enjoy it. I would have a problem with it. I guess on another person, but I don't know. I just feel like she is lovable enough that she could be at the Dolce and Gabbana store and talk about some I'm gonna have to fit. That and I'll part, be like, I'm okay with it, I guess. You I, know what look, I, mean? like, I was, I after we had been introduced to her on episode one this season, wasn't jiving. I didn't, like, have an ulterior motive or, like, I wasn't feeling, like, some type of way about her. Other than, like, 
by the end of episode one, I was like, I don't know. We'll yeah. see. And then on episode two, I was like kind of giggling at what she had to say. And I was like, oh, she she's not as like, I don't know, like upper crust nose up as like, I guess I perceived her to be. And she's like, actually, she's like really enjoyable. And I, I think her sense of fashion is really unique and interesting. Oh my God, she literally was wearing a top last night that looked like the top that we did for DragCon NYC 2017. It was I'm... white. <laughs> of course it was on her. <laughs> and I, I, Sutton in a nice shade of alabaster. How groundbreaking. Oh my god. I mean, I, I also think she's very sweet. I would love to have her as a friend. That's what, what? I said with Chris. I would love to have her as a she friend. She seems like she's a really good friend. She reminds me like a lot of our girlfriends. It's the gifts. It's the gifts. The gifts. I mean, look. I'm, it's the gifts I, for I, me. I, I, lo- I love a gift. Don't get me wrong. But she seems like, I don't know. Like, I think you said it really well in regards to that initial dinner conversation around. Like, she played it. She played it very fair neutral. Not like the whole, like, I'm going to give it the due process. She was like, what does this have to do with anything? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, she's like a very, she, she's such a rational person that like, I, I love someone who was like grounded in like, yeah. just in a fantasy. Cause she feels the fantasy for sure. But she's oh, all, like, but she's also able to sit at that dinner and like take that beat and be like, what the fuck is going on? I mean, I, I really hope. Um, I'm assuming, assuming she's gonna be in the reunion because if she's deemed as a friend, I hope they make her a cast member next season. If she wants to, because I think it was on her terms and she didn't want to. I think it was because of her ex husband not wanting the family shown on TV. Oh, so she wasn't able to take on because of that. I guess prerequisite her Bravo or Andy or whatever. Well, I mean, if I think that's so fucked it. up. Well, like if Adrian did it, you know what I mean. Like I yeah. feel like she would be able to do it. You know, I mean, I think I think if obviously, like I mean, Andy's sometimes Andy's a dummy, but I think he's he's receptive and perceptive for that matter. So like, if Sutton is getting good reception and like having like good even as like social media is not the perfect gauge but for someone like a housewife it's like a very good analytical like reference point of like growth so like i feel like if he's like tuned into that shit and he's like seeing what people in the outer world of like twitter have to say i like i'm sure if she's a favorable enjoyable cast person he'll eventually integrate her to a level of permanent state i would hope i also wouldn't mind seeing brandy as a housewife, if we're to like do a new uh... wave of the girls, I, I, I mean, look, I would prefer Brandy over Camille Grammer any fucking day because that psychopath defended Brett <laughs> Kavanaugh, and that doesn't sit well with me. really. She did it last season at the dinner when Lisa, with the, all the girls were with like Lisa Rinna's mom at a restaurant, and like defended Brett, like played devil's advocate for fucking Brett Kavanaugh, and then like. Did this, you know, did what anyone who loves to defend 
anyone in that regard, like, and it did this whole, I know what it's like to be wrongfully accused of doing something. I was like, oh my gosh, oh, shut the fuck. I was no. like, I, I was like, girl, I, It's I, about me. Always has to, no, such like, everything has to be centralized around, like, in her head, she is the main character, and she is not. <laughs> You know, what, you know, you know what though. Speaking of that, you know who I like. Who's been getting to? Who has begun to grow on me? Who? PK. Oh, not me. I. You know something uh-uh. about PK. Something about PK. I. I don't. It's not like I'm not finding him attractive, but it's like, huh. I kind of like seeing you around more. You like he's he's more of a Mauricio to me. Mauricio. He's in his own lane though. Oh. Uh, Mauricio. Now that, now, Mauricio is exactly why. Okay, look, I, may have, I, I mean, I may have the DVR recording on a regular basis, but you know, I tune in 9 p.m. on the dot for the sake of Mauricio. <laughs> in any case, just in any regard, any regard, any mm-hmm. regard, mm-hmm. literally. But, PK, like, yeah, he learned his lesson. He had some character, and he even growth. said it. And he even said it. He was, he was like, listen, my friend. You don't want to get into this. You don't want to do drama. You don't want to do any drama. And then it's yeah. the and then it's the you're not cold. You're inherently cold. It's my favorite thing. Um and I, I he learned I his lesson. He's, he's learned I mean, his he lesson did. and he learned to back off. And but he, like, when he when he was talking to Aaron too, Aaron was like, Yeah, dude, man. Um, yeah, yeah, doing yeah, things. It's kind of like intellectual reading the mind. Like I'm like, relax, man. Mm-hmm. I just, I don't know. PK just will always. I, I think him and his and Jareed's relationship is very authentic. I think it reads very authentic. They obviously, they they give me very like Bonnie and Clyde tea. You know what I mean? Like very ride, <laughs> ride or die. Criminals till the very end got each other's backs even up against the wall. Like <laughs> I love you, PK. I love you, Jerry. Very well, okay. Well, very okay. Well, nice. how about I'll ask you this. I'll ask you this. I'll ask you this. Um, team Erica or Team Dorit when it comes to fashion? Now, in my opinion, I feel like um, Erica can do Dorit, but Dorit can't do Erica. And I feel as though Erica is more of a camp, more this is what you see on a runway. And um, I feel like with Dorit, it's more of like, this is high fashion versus Erica's, this is Met Gala. I don't want to, I mean, I, I can speak. I think, I think, I think what you're, you I think you're on the money. I think, you, you know I what I mean? I think in saying that, <laughs> um, Erica often imitated can't be duplicated is very in that lane and I think that's just because Erica has a different type of developed eye for that sense of style whereas like you know Dorit she's and timeless but... she is timeless so she's like that... in terms of in terms of the, the the idea of she can make herself um, look more mature and then look herself. She could literally transform herself into any age if she if she well, wanted she, to. Yeah, she throw her in a Marco Marco bodysuit, and she's, and she's you know, all she's you know what I mean? again. You know, literally, literally. But I think I think also to that point, it is that um, Dorit, I feel like is also on that spectrum of camp because the way the way her styling reads to me is very like. Not to be a Camille Grammer about it. It reminds me of, like, the level of egregiousness and, like, unapologetic, like, kitsch 
and just over the top branding flair that sometimes like I'll do where like the right, gross, right, 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 you know right, right, I mean? right, right. It's very like, much it's, like she is a brand versus she'll she's, do like she head to toe, yes, and to match, and she doesn't yeah. care, you know. Whereas like Erica, like you said, Met Gala very curated. Whereas like if Jarit has Supreme just covering her. You know, you know, like right, 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 she'll right. be she'll be very, very happy and look amazing while doing so. But I still I still think that is a level of camp because it's like it's so it's so kitschy because like to me and I know to you also, I feel like the more hard leaned into kitsch and camp fashion is without ever taking itself seriously, much like drag while still right. having a unique POV. It's the most successful it'll ever be in its own right, you know? And I think that's where both Dorit and Erica succeed because they do have their own thing, which is nice. And we saw that because they did two kind of similar looks, but also didn't. And, you know, that also, your preference to which you like better also comes down to, I don't think taste level. I think it literally, that truly is like such a preference because the style is still slightly a little different. Where like, well, yeah, I, I felt I didn't. I felt as though it was different. Who did? Who did you like the most? I mean, I wouldn't wear what Erica wore. I love Dorit's outfit. Dorit's outfit, yeah, was amazing. Dorit, I mean, Dorit won that night. I yeah. To me, I feel like. <laughs> I feel like when to me that, and my homegirls when when that elevator door opened while they were all waiting in the lobby, you know Erica and they didn't show it, of course, but you <laughs> know you heard ding, yeah, fog machine rolling out the good smoke, and out comes three, and you know Erica face cracked because they had the same <laughs> they had the same good like that good Gwen Stefani cool hair moment you and know? they didn't help and the, and it didn't help everybody else saying like oh you guys should have planned it because you guys look exactly alike yeah I would have been like damn yeah know? I would have been so bad <laughs> yeah. I would have been furious because I know how long they both take to get ready and how curated and how like Erica is a theme as Teddy is also a theme, but I think with Erica is more literal. Um, and Teddy or in terms Jerry? of like, um, uh, I mean, sorry, uh, Erica. Whoops. That's okay. <laughs> um, whoops. Um, but yeah, so like Erica's, um, Erica's style is a bit more literal versus Jerry. Um, it's subtle, but it can also be in your face when she wants it to. But I think with Erica, there's always a, like, okay, well, this look, which she's even said it before, it's like this look we're going. Stepford wife. This look we're going for. Um, well, Erica has for that drag angle, whereas like I feel like Erica has been so much more integrated in like a queer atmosphere for such a long time that like her taste levels for camp and understanding how to adapt it to her sense of style are also. It's just like it's a different level based on her own experience. In my un- wait, can you wait? Can you repeat that again? And broke up. Yeah, in my professional onion, I think that I think that Erica has just a different heightened level of being able to adapt camp and uh, dr- like draggier, I guess, aesthetics to herself because I mean she's certainly been around queer environments for yeah. a long, long time. Not and that's not an age, that's not like an age read. That's just like based on her career, you know? Like Yeah, I was wondering I was wondering if Mickey was going to still manage uh the Pussycat dolls and Erica. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about mm-hmm. that. I don't know. 
I don't know. I mean, she, I mean, she was like doing like big touring shit. Like she's like a big deal, but like, but she was doing, you know, like the clubs and, you know, has her gays and has her team. And like, that's something, you know, Dorit came in a little after Erica, but on top of that, just had a different sense of coming into her sense of style. I feel like she comes from a very derivative place of fashion, whereas Erica sees a lot of nuances and different takes on fashion. Yeah, I think it's literal. I think it's one of those, like, when you think of fashion, it's very trendy and it's very on topic. Mm-hmm. Versus Erica could wear whatever she wants and, and it'll be from a different time point and it'll still work. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. A la Stepford Wife, a la this Bond look, a la, you know, everything she basically wears. Whether she wants it to be modern or not, she gets to kind of choose. Um... But why don't we look at why don't why don't let's look at pictures of Dury and Erica's outfits together? Let's take a break. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Period. Let's go too. I'm high as fuck. You know I zoned out halfway. You did. Oh my god, I did. I like start. I was listening to you talk, and then I started staring at my pillow, and then I was like. Oh my god, wait, what happened? Like, I, I, I didn't fall asleep or anything. I just stared so blankly until I put myself in a trance. I do now. What? I do now. Oh no, I came back. <laughs> no, I came back. No, I came back. We're fine. Um, so now we're, now we're going to talk about Drag Race. And then we'll do the confessions. And then Finn. Okay. All right, BRB. Right. Right. Hello, I I am inquiring within to see if there are in fact any whores in this house. <laughs> Hi. Do you have a minute to talk? Hi. Um <laughs> Hi, are you, uh, um, and sorry if I, uh, uh, come off, you know, a little abrasive, but are you a whore in this house? Do you, do you have a, a whap? Yeah. <laughs> Hi, do you, um, no, 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 whap. A, a whap, uh, te- technically, um, known as a wet-ass pussy. Do you, do you, is that something you have? Can I borrow that? like you know what's in my oh but that's what pussy sauce like oh, come back um <laughs> uh you know what you know what's been in my head um scarlet bobo your looks are no no look like a clown or show it in a promo slaying on the runway doing it my way your nose gives me eggplant friday it's crazy how i know that verse thank you my god wait thank okay. you okay but that was boa right yeah. What was that the mo- was that last week? No, that was sorry not sorry. And what do you think about that song? I love that song. <laughs> it's, it's insane. It's not on my playlist. It's insane. Oh, it's in mine. It's insane. Yo, with this song, that's probably like my guilty pleasure. The fact that I love a losing is the new winning from the 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 US version. Only okay. that part. The, <laughs> Only that part. 
Um, I really, I really like it. Only because the instrumental, obviously. And then Sorry Not Sorry. I really love Sorry Not Sorry. I love, I, I love Lemon's verse. Um, when I step in the room, girls quake. Rita's old and alone to be fake. Um, something, something, always safe. And that last girl, what's her name? That's amazing. Um, and then, I think all the girls are great. Oh, I love it. it, it it's cr- okay. So, a confession. Um, prior to my the first episode um, of the show, I love Canada. I love Canada. Finally, let's let's unpack love, that. I love Canada's Jack Reese. Okay, because I feel I don't know. I just okay. So this is the thing. I'd love to. I'd like to clarify. I am a fan of the girls, and I'm a fan of the show. I am not a fan of the judging. The judging. Stacey McKenzie is the only one that should stay. Yeah, yeah, agreed. But again, like I don't agree with the judging as a whole. Um, and I kind of just enjoy the girls and the show and like what they bring to the table. Um, I I love I love Lemon. I the thing is, you know what's crazy is that I love all of them i cannot find they're all very uh, like, good i can't you know what i mean they're all very good and i think the cast that's there now i'm really obsessed with i really love and it's like it's one of those things where you like you don't know who's gonna win or what's gonna happen and like lemon priyanka like i, I can't i can't rita i which did you also see i'm rambling now because i love this show it's crazy with um Lem, uh, uh rita baga did you see that post um on her uh instagram uh well it was the post it was the post basically um about her uh the hate that she's been getting because so we're talking about last week's episode where the runway was denim on denim to which jimbo uh jimbo jimbo's runway was like a tim burton character correct yeah and uh, was sought to win based off the challenge and the runway, but the win was given to Rita. Which I think Rita, so, I think Rita's run has actually been quite stellar. I mean, yeah, her runways have been good. I do, I do, I think this runway could have been better. Yeah, I still love the runway either way. Um, I, I, but I think, think I think that her the overall challenge... performance in the show has been really great, though. Yeah, overall in the show, absolutely. I do also think um, that. The win should have gone to Jimbo, or at least this would have been the I time agree. that we could have done a double win. I'm not mad with Rita winning. Like if she would, if she won, that's fine. I yeah, her either way. I think but I think Rita and I think sorry to cut you off. I think Rita and Jimbo are f- formidably. They're both extremely good in their own right. Like crazy, I feel like, crazy. Yeah. My top three would be Jimbo, Rita, and um. It's a toss-up between uh, um, Lemon and Priyanka. But if I'm talking about performance, you know, I guess I would say Lemon. I'd say Priyanka. I don't know. I, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I You think so? Who else is? So who else is There's the Alona. It's... Oh, Alona. There's Alona. Alona. There. There's Scarlett. Yeah. There's... Which a fierce lip syncer, by the way. She was like, "Listen, I'll give y'all that. Mm-hmm. I'll give y'all." She's she killed the two runways that she did. I mean, the two lip syncs. I ain't gonna hold you. She did really mm-hmm. good. Even crying and everything. She she started crying and she just slayed it right after. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree. 
Yeah, I mean, I think I think my, my top <laughs> I agree. Three, I think the top three that if I could see the future, I would say Jimbo, um, Rhea. Excuse my yawning. I'm so sorry. Uh, Are you tired? No. Am I boring you? No, I'm literally <laughs> so tired from drag on Monday and just like. <laughs> Steam. I can't. I steam can. roll. Oh, I, I know you're kidding. I'm just explaining. Um, I think. <laughs> I'm so high. Let me just rephrase it. I think <laughs> if I if I could tell the future, I would say that the top three for me would be um, Jimbo, uh, Priyanka, and Rita, based on the performances that I've seen consistently between runway and performance. In general. Okay. I think Lemon is closely right after them. I don't think she's not top. Yeah, you know. I mean, I guess top four. Top four, I would do. Well, you know what? Scarlet Bobo. Scarlet Bobo. You know what I mean? Scarlet Bobo. I think there's still... There's something that the other girls have over Scarlet. What it is, I'm not sure yet. I think Scarlet's an incredible performer. I've followed her for fucking ever. She's, She's a legend in her own right. To me, I would say top four, top five. Is tonight top five already, or is it top six? I don't know. I honestly don't know. Um, I have to... Uh, I don't know what they're doing this week anyways, which is tonight. Mm-hmm. It's happening right now. Um, I have to look at it. I'm not yeah, sure. But... Um, yeah, I mean, I'm honestly really excited. I love for, this show. Um, I love it. I love... Okay, so in your opinion, the judging, what's tea? What do you think? I think I have opinions on it. I think it. I think it should be less of an attack on the judges. I think what needs to be examined is how canned of critiques these actually are if it's like part of some like bracket system that production has created for them to follow within the rules i think i think they're like because i like jeffrey boyer chapman i like brooklyn i love stacy mckenzie and i love i love the rotating guest hosts to, for me, there seems to be a disconnect. Oh, I love it. I think it's refreshing and exciting. And I think it's very interesting to show that we can prove that RuPaul is literally replaceable by anybody. And it also gives an equal playing field on the judging panel. No one is one sole arbiter of a specific queen's fate. It seems like it's a very fairly balanced, regardless of if there's like planned eliminations or how it's supposed to boil down or whatever. At least it doesn't seem that it's one full executive decision between one, like on one person's shoulders on the panel. And then like, you know what I mean? Like, it feels like there's like a good power, like balance going on. Um, I, I think that based on like the stuff that Jeffrey and Brooke respectively have been kind of getting flack for, I think that is... I don't know if it's a reflection. I don't think it's a reflection on who they are as people necessarily. I think that there's obviously stuff that's questionable that was said, but I also wonder how much of that was fed into the earpiece for the sake of drama. Not not saying it was right to be said because I think that I think body shaming is right. fucked up, or say or like you know blemish shaming or whatever we want to call it is fucked up. Like it's beyond people's control to a certain extent, you know. So like I think 
I get like, you know, I get, I, I get it, but also like, that's not like the point, you know what I mean? Like, I, I mean, maybe, maybe I'm too new wave, but I, I don't know. I think, I think they kind of got to figure out how to maybe make a bit more constructive critiques than like something like that. I agree, um, and I think I I think it's owed to the fact that um, uh, they know Jeffrey Boyer Chapman and they know Brooklyn because they've worked with them. So it's one of those things where it's like I don't see you as um, I don't think the line the line has been drawn. Uh, it hasn't been drawn dark, like I guess mm-hmm. hard enough. That'll basically it's like listen, like this isn't this is a show. I Brooklyn mm-hmm. am the judge. You are not my friend right now. You are a contestant because it's like I think it's one of those things where, um, well, there's a fun fact. I believe the outfit that Tainomi came in with was one of Brooklyn's Heights old uh, costumes. So I think it, it's with the idea of. Um, Everybody seeing each other as like friends and not a competition. Mm-hmm. So being that you are my friend, I get to talk to you a certain way. Versus with Rue, he kind of doesn't even know the names per se. But it's like he he sees it as like this is what I'm seeing you as. Versus Brooklyn seeing her friend on the runway. You got what I'm saying? But now we just have to look at. I have to look at you on a different setting. But the way that we talk to each other is still the same. And I think that is what's having that where that is where the problem lies. I feel like I, I feel like you have to separate work and business where like Brooklyn can constructively give her criticism and not make it seem so nonchalant and like in terms of the way that they'll be like girl like girl your outfit's hideous like that's not that's not something how a judge would say that to someone that they didn't know versus somebody that they did that they do know you got to totally. you know what I mean by that like I think that's what I think that's what the issue is right now mm-hmm. um so i think hopefully i think i the think future, there's a lot of potential yeah the, yeah there there is potential i feel like you know everything the show is wrapped and everything so you know whatever but i definitely feel I like i think if the judging tone followed the lead of what stacy mckenzie does as a panel judge and occasional host in the workroom she's someone who's very encouraging someone who's super nurturing, someone who can give really great constructive criticism, better than Michelle Visage, in my opinion, too, um, who, like, seems genuinely invested. And I don't know if that's because, like, of her background from, A, being a model, slash being, like, a modeling... I don't know if agent is the right term, but she's worked with models. So, like, obviously, it's very... don't Like, saying, like, the drag queen comparison is like fairly loose but like obviously you're nurturing and helping bring up this person like that's like that that like position i guess kind of inherently calls for something like that so maybe it's something that she is someone who's like innately really great for a position like that and i i don't know there's something if like if we i just want to shift to a quick positive thing is that like i think stacy mckenzie is such an interesting person and such a cool person and the way she like you can see that she's someone who radiates a lot of light from that screen 
there's something very very authentic about her that well well mm-hmm. okay so I, I'll ask you this so I'll ask you this compared to the way that Jeffrey um, judges mm-hmm. and how Michelle judges to where the instance of I'll give you the example of all stars where Michelle's like she like ripped a door and was like well mm-hmm. I did my own hair mm-hmm. she goes that mm-hmm. means mm-hmm. you did something you know and the way that mm-hmm. Jeffrey is uh, critiquing how what do you think about that could you agree could you say that not agree but can you say that their way of judging I agree it's sort I of totally parallel agree. not the I think, same but that's what but makes I me think, feel like because like it because like it you seems know, like I such think, an easy parallel and comparison to draw that that's what to me makes it feel like they're being like fed these formulaic canned critiques i.e the the jimbo line of jeffrey uh the uh, last week which is the week after jimbo had one snatch game where he said some comment about like welcome to the competition where just like are you saying that just because like you have to make a line because like jimbo's kind of been very present the entire fucking time and also yeah. won the challenge the week before, let alone Snatch Game. I don't think... No, I don't think it was just, like, it was just like a very narrative. weird statement to make, which to me, again, resonates like it, they're just kind of being fed like these filler lines. And why, I don't know. Or if it was just like a nervous response, like canned thing that he had in his head. I don't know. But it just like, it just, obviously it's like, well, we could work on that. <laughs> I just, I just think that because of the fact that the show, other people are enjoying mm-hmm. it as much as I'm enjoying it, as much as you're enjoying it, I think we're kind of holding it to such a, a microscope and it's kind of like, well, you better not fuck up. And we're already looking at it such in a weird and new refreshing way because Rue's not there, which is so weird because it's like, if we're going to have, if we're not going to have Rue here, take him off. It is weird. I hate the fact, it's kind of like a lingering, you know, fairy godmother, like fairy godmother kind of thing where it's like a, literally where it's like, she'll say the beginning, the say the beginning Mm -hmm. intro, do the, she'd already had herses. And then that's it. You know what I mean? And it's like, it's so weird. Or like next time on Jack Race. Like, if that's the only thing that she does. And it's like, if we're going to completely remove her, just remove her. I'd say the next season, just not have her there. Because it makes no sense of just like, I mean, she's not even going to guest star either. So it's like, there's no point of just having her there. And then, you know, only having her there for the screen. And, you know, that's pretty much it. Because it comes, because it's like, mm-hmm, she did it for UK. Mm-hmm. You know, she wanted it bad enough, you know? So it's like, I feel like just if we mm-hmm. not going to have her, just remove her in its entirety. I, I, I agree. Um, I, 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 I was going to say something else. Um, oh my God, 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 damn, I'm a big charbroiled girl. I get uh, ooh, how about the ones that, I the ones that your mom makes. Ushy, oh, ushy. I haven't had yours. I have not. <laughs> well, my mom, my mom, I've never had yours. Me. Oh my god, this would be amazing. Yeah, oh, that's that's, that's, that's oh, my. Um, not that like I, I'm like grateful for Thanksgiving, but like when we're making Thanksgiving food, that's like my go-to like dessert <laughs> dish. I'm like, let me just make some lemon bars. 
cheeky one that kai kai but none of these girls are my type i'm sexy so they want to bite bite like do you, do you wow. want to bite bite <laughs> thank you for that i agree do you want to bite bite <laughs> they can try me but i would decline climb <laughs> Those are motherfucking bars. She got bars. <laughs> okay, so uh, so if you could pick a winner, like overall, who would the winner? Who do you think Jimbo, could win? Done. Yeah, I think They're overall, done, who do you think could win? You, you think? think? I think Rita. Rita. I think I Rita. I think Rita wouldn't be upset. Yeah, I wouldn't be upset. I really like Rita. I, I'm up, like, I didn't realize that she know, was getting sent like, a shit ton of hate. That's I a wish. bummer because I thought that a lot of people really genuinely liked her because I certainly like her. Yeah, I like it. I think it's more so um, she also made a point of like uh, the way that like she does her drag and the way that she, you know, is very proud of her drag and is a will and isn't willing to like you know confide to um, mm-hmm. fans' way of thinking and it's like, I mean it's like I it's a, it's a sh- as many people can be like it's a show get over it whatever whatever people are gonna have genuine reactions to um, people that they deem as likable. Do I think that um, sending hate to people it's is counterproductive? Wrong? Hell yeah, because you sh- like there's no point. It is counterproductive, but at the end of the day, what's the point? Yeah, like, yeah. Did you did, did you, you get that? Did you did you buddy <laughs> pocket? Like there's no point in doing that. It's like, you know, watching and enjoying the show mm-hmm, is one mm-hmm. thing and it could be just that thing, you know. I feel like you'll be you'll be more likable that way, you know. I I I just I can't really wrap my I again, I've had these emotions of of like you know, dra- like draggers contestants and stuff like that, where it's like, ooh, I can't stand this person, but I'm not gonna go ahead and be like, you know, boo, ooh, you're ugly. Like, there's no point in that because I feel like a, I feel like they're not gonna see, it. and if they are gonna mm-hmm. see it, they're gonna look at me in a negative light. Where it's like, I can no longer, they don't like me, and it's oh, like the person that I, I like know. doesn't like me. Know. You know. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, I know, okay. I know, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> no. uh, <laughs> yeah, right, um, let's do it. We take another break? Peace. Hello, Shen. You make messy TV. Check the back row before you come for me. Change your clothes because you smell like pee. How do I sound? I'm in I'm in a, a new headphone that's plugged into my phone. No, that's great. Sounds good. How do I sound? Oh my god, you sound gorgeous. Well, thank you. Like uh, satin, baby. Oh my god. Oh yeah, okay, okay, okay. Enough of that. So it's <laughs> time. <laughs> so it's time to step into a confession. Dun dun dun. Dun dun dun. Um, where we answer your questions and to be honest, a lot of these questions have been really funny. Yeah, you, I just feel like I like this really funny. Yeah, they've been really, really funny. So um do you want me to start or do you want to start? You can lead the way, baby girl. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Um uh, uh the first question is what's the most ridiculous fact you know? What is the most ridiculous fact I know? Um, 
The most ridiculous fact is probably it's probably like some obscure Britney fact that I can just like pull out of my head. <laughs> um it's like not like it's like what is it? It's like the weirdest. I yeah. What's the most ridiculous fact? Like what's the? I mean, I guess it could be. I, what's the some fact that like you don't need to know yet you do know? Okay. Hmm. Wow. You lead the way with this one, actually. Okay. You because um, you have an answer, don't you? I I'm thinking of one. Um, I'm trying to remember What's the weirdest fact. What is? Yeah, we should have thought of this, huh? <laughs> well, no. Let's, I mean, we can ruminate. I, I mean, it could be a video game thing for me. Oh, that is true. That is true. It's um, not really weird, but it's you know something very specific. Oh, oh, okay. Um, so I actually remember two. I, I know two random facts. It's about animals. Okay. Um. So. Um. Elephants are the only animals that can't jump. That's one. Oh. Yeah, they can't jump. And um, a heart, like the heart of the shrimp, like a shrimp's heart is located in its head. Oh, I didn't know that. Either of yeah. those. Isn't that crazy? Oh. Also, also um, slugs have four noses. Four noses? Yeah. You smell that? You don't smell that shit coming out your breath? <laughs> Yeah, with four noses. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I learned all of that in Snapple Bottle. Hey, those are those are the facts yeah, of life, baby. Handy. Those come in handy. All right, how about you? Damn, I um, three. That's more. okay. I think one of the one of the ones would be that Nintendo, the video game company, started out as a trading card company, like a playing card for like games, like like. Like poker. What the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> po- poker is like a terrible like analogy here, but like they like playing card games. They were like literally a tiny little company that started in the late eighteen hundreds, I think, in Japan. Oh, oh my god! Oh, I have a ridiculous fact. Um, and this is something that I learned in school. What? Um, so the Dominican Republic was founded by accident. By whom? It was founded by accident. So the the founder who, whose accident? Like, <laughs> 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 um, so basically, um, they I think thought I know her. That she um she performed that mix. Get on Get on Um. So basically, the um founder or like dictator however however you want to see him um mm-hmm. he thought he was in america oh the well, whole time the whole time like it took him like a minute to be like wait a minute wait a minute <laughs> hold um, up yeah yeah literally literally wait a minute this this ain't adding up but the, the... <laughs> oh juicy baby wait a minute <laughs> <laughs> yeah so it's not fact okay okay um you can read the next question Okay. Um hold on my iPhone is stalling hun. Um let me see. Uh that that full storage getting me gal. Okay. In one <laughs> sentence, how would you sum up the internet? Now, someone who has who is of born of the internet, what would you say? 
I would say... Um, what's the right word? I, I think for me, I'll keep it simple, stupid. I will do... I would say everything is not what it seems. Yeah, but it's one word. Boo! Oh, oh, it's one sentence. <laughs> I'm. That's why I was having such a hard time. I was like, I was like, do I say it's incredible? <laughs> no, that, that would be my thing. In one sentence, oh. I think it's not what it seems. Okay, in one sentence, I would say it's what you want it to be. That was so pageant. No, it's. It's true, like it literally, but oh, it's be- because it's universe. It's like so universally accessible. Like once you have it, you can like utilize it as a tool and apply it to anything that you want to learn about or like further progress yourself in life through and like read up on. Sh- you know, it's just like I don't know. It's like it's it grants accessibility, but it's what you want it to be by having all of that accessibility long sentence that's um, why bitch my... i gave you one <laughs> sentence and you and you dare question me you better believe i have the full paragraph ready <laughs> it's just so funny to me i think it's funny how okay um all right so my next question is favorite video game and if life were a video game mm-hmm. What would some of the cheat codes be? Um, my favorite video game, um, I think, I don't know, I don't know what the, I guess at the moment or of all time. All time, boo. My favorite game of all time is the Saints Row franchise. Ooh, Saints Row is great. Saints Row the Third was my favorite game, and that's actually was my first game that like made me turn into uh, like a gamer, I guess. Cute. Or, like made me wanna, yeah. So. Because of the commercial, I ended up buying an Xbox and playing like video games after that. So yeah, I would say Saints Row. And how about you? Uh, well, what would your cheat code be? Oh well, um, if life were a video game, I feel like the cheat code would be unlimited money. Duh, it would be unlimited money, and it's a flight. I think a cheat code to fly. Um, but like, just like general, general chicos would be, um, money. Cause I feel like money would solve everything. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of people like to think like, you know, money doesn't buy happiness, but I'd much rather cry in a mansion, you know, that part. <laughs> that uh, part. And, to, and to your point, that's, that's the only chico that comes to mind for me too. And it reminds me of, it's from like the Sims and it's the mother load and it gives you like 50 grand instantly. Yeah. yeah. If real life had a mother load code, that would be most ideal. I think. And I think superpowers, right? I guess superpowers would be after. But, superpower yeah. would be tight. I could what would be superpower. your superpower? If you could have a superpower, what would it be? Invisibility. You think so? A hundred percent. But why? It's kind of like it's kind. It's not. It's not bad per se, but it's also not like the best one. You know, you have the ability of picking. You know, it gives me comfort. <laughs> <laughs> I feel good. <laughs> I feel good. I, I, in, in pandemic, I could go to the grocery store invisible and feel fine. <laughs> That has no correlation. No correlation. But in my because mind. So 
That's not correct because okay, but what do you? But what are you? What do you get? What do you gain from this? Like, what do you? All right, pack it up, Fauci. Do? What What are you about to spit at me? What you hang got? It hang, hang it, it up, up Fauci. Fauci. Um, who chili? Um, because <laughs> because chili. Because chili. Um. <laughs> Uh no, because think about it. Because it's like, oh my god. I mean, if you're going, you you're invisible, right? It doesn't mean you're not like you're. You don't dissolve. You're mat. You're still matter in terms of like. No, I know. No, I know. Like like, I can still get hit by a car, but like I like the idea of like being able to like flip a switch and like. That's what you would do as a superhero: just flip a switch. Well, no, no I, I mean, like, metaphorically, Miss Thing. Oh, I thought you meant invisible just for bigger switch over Yeah, no, yeah, let me, let, me, let me go to the circuit breaker in my apartment and so I can become invisible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who keeps turning the thermostat up? I know, I know. <laughs> just a comfortable 354. Um, but I think, okay, so my favorite franchise is Zelda, but... More specifically, favorite video game of all time, Majora's Mask of Legend of Zelda. Amazing. Which but... we did a look of. We did a Majora's Mask look. We did. We did. Majora's Mask is a theme that I, like, have just running through my life all the time. I can't believe it's, like, I think it was, oh, it was, like, just the 20th anniversary of Majora's Mask, like, the like a month ago. And I was, like, shook. Because I remember, like having to find like when it first came out okay so here's here's a good fun fact a weird fact like that i would only like i know off the top of my head that like i have no reason to is like majora's mask was the sequel to ocarina of time which is hailed as one of the greatest video games of all time bar none by every nerd i have ever met my entire life but that being said majora's mask is hailed as one of the best in the franchise and was made in I think it's, I think the number seven months or something insane like that. And Ocarina of Time, like, took years to develop, whereas, like, Majora's Mask was given, like, a very strict deadline to be produced based on the commercial success of Ocarina of Time. So there are repeated assets, which are from Ocarina of Time for Majora's Mask, which aided in curbing that timeline to being shorter. But the quality of story is still so heightened and incredible and on level as Ocarina of Time for someone like me and nerds alike across YouTube as well, because I'm very privy to a good Majora's Mask think piece. Um, there, oh my god, there's a really good one that, like, even if you don't play the game, it's, like, such a good, comprehensive, like, because Majora's Mask, it's theorized, but also, like, it tracks, this will be my last thing on this tangent, Majora's Mask, <laughs> its story is in allegory, uh, or a, uh, a, a metaphor for the stages of grief, and it is... Wait, really? Yes, it is crazy and it's it's like not it's like not like some batshit conspiracy theory like the whole like there's so much death in the game that like the way that like the plots all align it's just very interesting i'll send you a like if you're stoned it's like an incredible watch it's like so so good it's done by this person on youtube who like hold on give me what hold on get ma yeah hold on go for it hold on Oh God, I'm gonna keep this in. <laughs> Ma, dime. 
Yeah, estoy grabando. Ay, sorry, sorry. Wow, what happened? No, que mira como ahora como está el cuarto. No, estoy grabando. Oh, sorry about that, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> you know what she called me over for? What she had to say for herself. Let me see how cold her room is. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um. So anyway. <laughs> um. But yeah, okay, so it's done by this YouTuber who it's their only, like, video game-related video even, but it's, like, a 25-minute video going in about, like, what Majora's Mask actually, like, represents. So, like, obviously I didn't get that as a kid, but it's a game that I've played in cycles of, like, maybe every two and a half to five years since its release. And... Like, it just it just resonates a lot more with me as an adult. And maybe, like, obviously there's a nostalgia component. But what it, I, I guess, like, what it, what it represents on such a metaphorical level is very interesting to me, which is why it's my favorite. You'll see why. You'll all see. You'll all see. <laughs> I mean, I don't shut up enough fucking about it. Keep talking. No, keep, say- keep saying mm-hmm. it. And maybe then you'll believe it. <laughs> Nini, you can't talk to me. Uh, I was watching uh, a fabulous Nini versus Kim supercut the other weekend. It was gorge. This is not sweetie. Okay. Um. Okay. So the next question. Oh, wait. You read the next question. The next question is... What was in your high school locker? Um, in my high school locker, I had shoes and my duplicate backpack. And what I mean by that was, so my school, they will let me go home early. Well, like, they they will, like, I'll be like, hey, um, I gotta take a shit, but can I go home? Like, can I go home and do that? And they'll be like, yeah, but you have to leave your book bag. Basically, as an incentive to come back. So they will basically be like, so I'll be like, oh, I have to go home and, like, get my homework or something. Or, like, I have to go home. I have really bad diarrhea, you know? And they'll be like, they'll be like, yeah, sure, no problem. You just have to leave your book bag. So what I would do is I would put shoes in the book bag so it could have some weight to it. And I would basically be like, oh, my God, you know, I would go to my dean. I'd be like, hey, like, I really need to go. I, you know, I have to go. Like, my mom's sick or something, yada, yada, yada. Hold on. You, and cut, I would you, you cut out. You said you need to go. Okay. So I would basically go to my um, my dean and I'd tell him, hey, I need to go. Um I really need to go. My mom's not feeling well or like I'm not feeling well. And then mm-hmm. be like, yeah, sure. No problem. I'll be like, I'll be right back. Cause I don't live, I didn't live that. Cl- I don't live that far from um, high school. Mm-hmm. And they would say, yeah, sure. No problem. Like just leave me a book bag. And I'm like, yeah. So I'll give them that book bag <laughs> and just leave for the whole day and then come back and be like, oh my God, I'm sorry. She didn't, she didn't feel really good. Or like, I'll be like, yeah, man, that food, did me, that food fucked me up. Or like, damn, I think I took a laxative or something like that. You are... Yeah, that, that, that was the only thing that was in my locker because I would carry my stuff, my books and stuff like that at all times. So the mm. only thing I had was the duplicate. That's what I would do. That. Okay, so 
my locker, going back to me having my hoarding complex, it was worse. <laughs> it was worse when I was in high school because I had zero organizational skill. So you want to know what was in my high school locker? Bitch, everything. Crumpled ass papers, just stacked that fell out of like folders that ended up breaking or some shit. But I was always adamant about never actually cleaning it. Instead, I was just like, fuck it. I'll just maximize my folder space and make sure all of my binders have every subject that I need. And I'll walk around with everything. I'm just going to use it as storage. <laughs> and, then, and then literally I like threw everything out that was in it. Um, I mean, I think I don't really have a lot of school stuff in it. Honestly, it was just a duplicate backpack. That's so I mean, smart. Help me with everything. Um, okay, wait. Last okay, question. So the last question is, what is the best gift anyone's ever given you? Um, I think the best gift I was ever given outside of life. Well, yeah, I'm not, I'm not about to give you some pageant answer. I'll give you something. <laughs> I'll give you like a physical, tangible thing. Um, for my 20th birthday, it was the same year that Scream and Shout came out. Wow. And... Um, it was, do you remember in the remix video when she had the high pony and like the Jeremy Scott, the gold chain jacket from Moschino? Yes. Okay. So for my 20th birthday, like months after, or maybe actually shortly after that video came out, because the remix video came out a couple months after the original, um, my parents got, uh, like one of those jackets, uh, as a gift for my birthday. And it's like one of my favorites that I've like, I I wish, I wish I had, I wish I had a greater appreciation for maintaining the garment when I was younger when I first got it because like I would wear it out to clubs and stuff versus like now like oh she was she was oh is are those the the Jeremy Scott on the Dina sweater I just like I just like it wasn't even like I was wearing it to brag I you know it's like one of those like oh my god I feel so close to Brittany right now it was like that (laughs) that was like that was like the only purpose it served to me outside of the fact like it's like so tacky I love it because my taste level is obviously quite questionable um (laughs) But I, I really do. I I need to find like a proper like garment restoration person who would like be able to like attach like some of the chain links have kind of come loose because the threading is loose from wear and tear. You know, it's like so intricate and like yeah. it's nothing I could ever do because like it's like lame and you know once it's you, a delicate piece. It's once you puncture piece. it, there's you know it'll show. So like it's a yeah. no, it's a one shot and you're kind of you're kind of hosed. So I think that's like the the coolest, like neatest, like surprise. Like wow, I can't believe that gift. That was cool. Um, but like, if I want to go sentimental, like the gift of such great friendship. <laughs> um, uh, uh, my gift is very sentimental. Very sentimental. Um, so this is so basically. I have just gone through a really bad breakup. This was uh, last year. I think about to be a year. Um, wow. So it's it about like a year ago. I went through like a really, really, really bad breakup. And um, I was going through like a really bad um, mental, like mental struggle. Like I was, it was, it was bad. It was really bad. Um, <clears throat> and then like, I remember me and, this guy, we bonded over, like, Casey Musgraves, and we were talking about how we were going to go to our concert, all this other stuff, but, like, you know, we ended up breaking up, so that didn't happen, and I was, like, really, like, I was really looking forward to going and 
me and our mutual friend Sandra, we were talking about going and that kind of stuff. But I, I it was just a really hard couple of months or like that quarter chunk, like from September to December it was like a really hard like time. Um, and then Sandra actually surprised me with tickets to see Casey Musgraves. Now, the fun fact about that was that that was my first ever concert. I've never been to a concert before. Mm. So, yeah, so I've never been to a concert before. So I was like, oh, my God. First of all, I'm a, I'm a huge Casey Musgraves fan, right? We all love Golden Hour. Golden Hour is the best. Um, and she basically... No, it's true. Me. It's true. It's true. So <laughs> <laughs> well, she surprised me, surprised me with tickets. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to my very first concert. And my very first concert is going to be Casey Musgraves, this album that I haven't listened to since I broke up with my ex because that was our album. Mm. Um, so, like, it was it was just, like, very difficult. And then the day of, the day of the <clears> concert, <throat> without me knowing, she actually upgraded the seats. So we were closer and I was like, oh, my God, like, this is insane. So not only because we were going to be like, I think on the second floor, um, I'm not sure, but I think we we're going to be on the second floor. And I, and I, I remember that she, she upgraded us four rows behind VIP. <laughs> um, very close to the stage where like I can see her like I can without glasses or anything look directly and see her while everybody's looking at her at the Jumbotron I can see a perfect clear vision of this woman that I idolize so much and I think and then Sandra she did two things was you know surprise me with that gift which I appreciate but also kind of um, change the memory of the album for me mm-hmm. um which i was like you know it was a stupid thing to like you know like oh i don't want to listen to it because you know memories but still like i with that experience i kind of um that that is what helped me like change the narrative of the album and be like you know what i love this because i went with my like really good friends and i was one of my best friends and we had a really good time and it was my first concert and i literally didn't like would never forget it. I even have, I took some of the confetti that like shot out of the cannons at the end of the night and my wristband and I had it framed. That's like my first concert. Cause I, I felt that it was like the best time. It was the best gift, honestly. That is nice. Yeah. 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 You did have a great night. That was, that's that's, what a great first concert. Yeah. It was a really, yeah. It was a really city music hall. Oh my god, such that a good! Oh my god, I saw I saw Brittany there before. Uh... Yes, you did. Oh yeah, yeah. Before this whole mess happened, my phone fell. Oh boy. Oh, that's okay. It almost fell out the window. <laughs> oh my god, it happened. Anyways, <laughs> but um, you saw Brittany. I saw at, yeah um, on the uh, when she took piece of me on the road. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, so I saw. Back? I saw. No, no, it was 2018. Oh, nice. Yeah, I um, got to see Clumsy live. <laughs> but um, yeah. So basically, that was my, that was my sweetest, the best gift. Um, shout out to Sandra again. Hey, girl. The best. Hi, Sandra. The best. The best. Hi. Love um, her. And then that brings us towards the end of the um, confessions. Um, great confessions and questions. Yeah, y'all. great questions. Um, and please be sure to DM me any questions to either my Instagram at uh, it's Lolo to you, 
mm-hmm. or my Twitter, which is the same as follow to you. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that brings us towards the end of the show. Yeah, it's crazy because we really got into the, we really got into this, and then we forget that we have to end this somehow. I know. I had a moment. I was like, oh my god, we're we're recording a podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hi, how are you? Hi. <laughs> how are you? Hi. <laughs> Um, but yeah, yeah, so thank you so much for listening today. Thank you for listening. If you are looking for something to do on Monday, uh, Monday, my God, this weekend on Here Saturday, we go. Here we go. Yeah, please be sure to check out the link in my Instagram bio, and it's going to be retweeted towards the top of my Twitter, so I'll just be actively pushing it by the time you're hearing this on my Twitter, uh, looking for Bimbo Bingo ticket links through Eventbrite. It's hosted by Diana yeah. Jackoff. Y'all yeah, are gonna die. Yeah, we're, we're doing shows with Miss Toto, Audrey Phoenix, Jax, and Cornbread. And yes. I'm not sure if Diana's performing or just hosting. Either way, she's a fabulous hostess. Amazing, so, amazing, amazing. Yeah, so all those links will be available online. You can find my Twitter at BibleGirl222. If you're listening to this, you probably know that. And my <laughs> Instagram is BibleGirl666. And Lolo, one more time, where can everybody find you? Um, everyone can find me on Instagram at it's Lola to you and at Twitter at the same handle, it's Lola to you. And um, anywhere where Bible's at, I'm pretty sure I'm like right there next to her. So you can't can't miss us. Can't miss us. Oh yes, we're um, dream team, baby. <laughs> um, team Rocket, you and I. Oh yes, make a double. Isn't it? What is it? How does it say? Prepare for trouble and make it. Double. And make it double. There we go. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm Lolo. I'm Bible Girl. And this has been the House of Lolo Show. Thank you for listening. Thank you for having me, Lolo. I love you. All right. Bye. Bye.